Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. I just want to uh, beg of us this morning that will open our hearts. I became convinced about what God would have us share this morning after Wednesday Bible study because I already had my notes, had some things written down. And when our teacher was speaking on Wednesday, it was as if she was just saying everything that was laid in my heart to share. So I believe this is what God wants us to to share or to listen to this week. And I pray that God will grant us understanding in the name of Jesus, and our hearts will be open to receive from him. Uh, our subject matter for this month is still divine guidance. And this morning, quickly, we'll just share what our responsibilities are as regards divine guidance. What our responsibilities? And like I said, some of these things are things I've had over and over again. But let us just take this as a reminder And for those of us who who probably have not had some of these things before, let us take it as a new lesson or new lessons that God wants us to to take away. Amen. I'll start the first responsibility by saying this. Imagine you are driving and you are very sure that you are the only one in the car. Of course, except for the angels, right? Right? And suddenly, your GPS comes on and starts directing you. What would be your reaction? I can imagine the different types of reactions based on our personalities. For those of us who are very expressive with, with reactions, we might slam on the brake, jump out of the car, and to try to understand what's happening first. And for some who are very generous with the use of the blood of Jesus, must have used a certain quantity, just must have played the blood of Jesus. I know someone who is very generous with the use of the blood of Jesus. And, you know, because the reason why we would have such reactions is because it's not expected that the GPS should come on and start directing you, right? Until, first of all, you have a need to get somewhere. You don't know how to get there. You enter the address in the GPS and then you hit start. Or imagine you are just walking on the street and someone suddenly just comes and starts directing you. Won't you look at the person and be like, when did I ask you for direction? Why? Because it's not expected. The same way with God, he will not jump into our lives and start directing us. And by the way, I'll I'll be using the the words uh, guidance, direction, and um, what's the third one? Instruction interchangeably. The, the order of things is that you have a need for direction. You ask, and then there's a response. So, number one responsibility that we have is that we need to ask. I mean, it sounds so simple, right? Ask. But the question is, even if prior to now we knew that we should ask, have we been asking? Have we been asking? Ask your neighbor, have you been asking? And 
there are different ways that we ask. Or before then, Matthew 7, and I think verse 8 says, It is he who asks that receives. So, meaning, if you don't ask, you won't receive. You know, our Bible verse for this month says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. But it doesn't happen automatically. We have to ask. And do we know that one of the ways we ask is via the study of the word? You know, pastor has said a lot of times that this Bible to some people, I think it was one that was saying that of Pastor Shola that said, somebody said, I love this book because there are very nice stories there. Do we read the Bible for stories or as we read, we are asking God, direction, instruction. Number one, ask. Tell your neighbor once again, ask. And we don't have to be all religious when we are asking. You know, some of us, we think it's until we use some prayer times, the thou's, the d's. Oh, thou that knowest all things, I come to thee, you know, that we are asking. No, it's, it can be so simple. It can be so simple. Tell it to God as it is. God, this is the situation I'm facing. Honestly, if you leave me, I'm finished. You know, I was, I was chatting, I had the opportunity to chat with a group of people, and one of them was saying that when it comes to the subject of temptation as regards to opposite sex, that what he does is that he tells God that, God, you know that this girl is fine. <laughs> Please just help me. That is being real, right? God, you know in this situation, you have two jobs, you don't know which one to do. Say, God, even though you know that the money of this job is big, you know the money, you know the package and everything, but I don't know. It's as simple as that. Tell it to God as if you are discussing. You don't have to be all religious. Ask, number one. Number two, be sincere in your asking. Because it is possible to ask and not be sincere. You know, sincerity is one of the determinants whether or not we receive divine guidance or divine instructions. Because God sees the heart. As we are asking, he's looking at our hearts to know whether or not we are sincere. Because at times the truth is that we go before God to ask for guidance, to ask for instruction, direction. But deep within us, we know what we want to do. Do we think that God will respond in such situation? Why? Because he knows that this one is just coming just to fulfill all righteousness. Or he's not serious. He's not sincere. So sincerity has to be there. Matthew 6, 5, the TPT, the beginning part says, whenever you pray, be sincere. Not like the pretenders. Be sincere. God is not a joker and he cannot be mocked. We should not expect to get anything from him if we approach him with insincerity. And at times when we pray, and I do this, when I pray some prayers, I pause and I ask myself, am I really sincere? Especially when it comes, when it's about the prayer of surrender. Even when, when we are singing at times in church, at times I just keep quiet and I ask myself, am I sincere? <laughs> For example, say, shepherd of my soul, 
I give you full control. I'll be like, hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> Are you really giving him full control? If he comes to take control now, he tells you to do something. You know, I was, I was sharing with the prayer team some time ago that this issue of surrender, that imagine I tell God that I give him full control and then the next thing he guides me and be like, pack your things from Canada and relocate to somewhere not exactly in Sambisa Forest for those of us who know where Sambisa, maybe somewhere in the proximity, not even Sambisa Forest alone. Even if he says Lagos, I'll still be like, God, talk more of a place like that. Sambisa Forest is a, the stronghold of some people in, in, my, in Nigeria called uh, Boko Haram, for those who don't know. I mean, we should be sincere. Pause to check our sincerity when we are asking. And at such times, when I see that I'm not really sincere, I switch to prayer to Father, I give you full control. To Father, help me to give you full control. At least I know I'm sincere with that one. So we should be sincere in our action. Amen. The third responsibility, number one is what? Number two, the third, expect a response and wait for it. Expect a response and wait for it. Still using the illustration of, you know, asking for direction. Imagine someone walks up to you and asks for direction. And then just before you respond, the person turns and walks away. Won't you look at this person and be like, okay, is everything all right? Would you run after the person to start saying, okay, you ask the direction. Let me give you. We probably would not do that. You would just wait and be like, if he's serious, he will wait to receive the response, right? So expect a response and wait for it. We need to be expectant. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 1 says, I will wait to see what the Lord says. So to receive divine guidance, it is not just enough to act and be sincere. I need to expect a response and wait for the response. Number four. In expecting and waiting for a response, we should be sensitive. We should be sensitive. Why? Because the response might not come packaged the way we expect it. And how many times have we missed the response because it did not come the way we were expecting it? Isaiah 55, verse 8 to 9. Maybe we should read that. Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as high or as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. The response might not come packaged the way we expect. Also, sensitivity includes checking because some things might appear 
to be the response. Sensitivity includes checking to see if this is really or truly the response. What do I mean? The devil might package something that looks like a response and push it to you. And if you don't check, you fall for it. Gideon, in the book of Judges, I believe chapter 6, verse 36 to 40. He put out a fleece how many times? Just to check. We need to check. God, is this you? Or is this just my imagination? Is this just me? You know, play what's already in my head. And you know the way when you are expecting a very important meal, like for some of us who, when we heard that the government of Saskatchewan wanted to give, how many of us were diligent with checking our meals? We are in church, be honest. God bless you, sir. You know, whenever you see a mailman, you'll be like, could this be it? Could this be it? And then you go and check, right? And at times you'll be like, it's not, it's not what you are expecting. And you'll be like, this is not what I'm expecting. And this is, not, this is not important to me. The main thing is the check. That's what I'm expecting. But at least you go to check to confirm, right? The same way. Because the mailman comes and delivers, right? Of course, we could have taken it that that's the response we are waiting for. That's a check, right? But then you go and check to confirm. Amen. So we need to be very, 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 very sensitive. And talking about sensitivity, it's not only in the place of prayers, even in the place of study. Like we said on the first point, that one of the ways you ask is by the study of God's word. As you are studying the word, you should be sensitive because you, won't, you don't know when God will drop the response via that word. I remember the, the testimony of Daddy Gio. I don't know if I remember this story very well, but I'll just try to, to narrate as much as I can remember. I think it was when he wanted to do his thesis or something that he had a, a certain number of equations that he didn't know how to, how to solve. He was confused. He didn't know what to do. I believe he must have prayed about it though. But where did he get the guidance and direction on how to solve it? In the place of study. Studying the book of Exodus where God parted the Red Sea. And that was where the response came from. That you know what? The way I parted the Red Sea, put this set of equations this way and put this set of equations this way. And that was how he was able to solve it. Why? Because he was sensitive while studying the word. How many times have we rushed through the world? Especially, I can imagine the story of how God parted the Red Sea. That even Sunday school kids, they should be able to tell you this story very, very well, right? It's very possible that we just read through it and be like, as usual. But because of sensitivity, he was able to solve a problem. God will help us with our sensitivity in the name of Jesus. And number five, 
I wrote it down was take action, respond, obey. And I want to give this illustration. If you have a child and that child comes to you and asks for direction or guidance and you know that previously you have given the child series of guidance or directions and the child refused to follow, would you give that child more? Won't you tell, tell the child, first go and do the ones that I've given you first before you come to ask for more? Two days ago, I told you to do this. You did not do it. And you are coming to, now to ask me, go and do what I've asked you to do. Is that not what we do with God at times? He asks God for direction, for guidance. But the ones that he, had, he has given to us before, have we done? Have we obeyed? What was the last thing God asked you to do? Selah. What was the last thing God asked you to do? Have you done it? Maybe you should write this question down and take it home and, and you know, ponder over it. If you have not done the last thing it asked you to do, you probably should not expect further instruction. God does not waste instructions. He doesn't. And quickly before we pray, I just want to quickly touch on the danger of operating outside divine direction. Proverbs 14, 12. If we can just project it, please. There is a way which smells right unto a man. But when? Is it immediately that man starts the journey on that way? He says, the end thereof are the ways of death. You know, one scary thing for me when I was reading this is at the beginning of the journey, the way seems right. So the man will start walking in that way. Except the mercy of God comes and that man is sensitive and God says, stop, turn. This way is leading to death. But that man will keep walking in that way and the man will not know until he gets to the end. And he says, the end thereof are the ways of death. Might not necessarily be physical death. It might be financial death. Because I remember this, the financial losses, uh, losses I've suffered in the past was because I thought some investments were good investments. They seemed right. Putting money and you know you're expecting the returns. <laughs> only for you to discover <laughs> some people are laughing I believe we've had people who, who are falling victims for that <laughs> at the end there, I remember sometime last year I, I I needed to do something in a town just outside Regina and when I put the address in my GPS Somehow, I thought it was a place that I knew. 
It looked like a place that the town that I've been before. I know I just ignored the GPS, turned it off, and I'm, I'm like, I know this place. And then I hit the road. Confidently driving. Until I got to that town. And I'm like, wait. And I had to now go back to my GPS that I ignored and enter the address and found my way to the right place. I wasted my time, wasted gas, you know, because I was so sure. How many things have we done because we are so sure we, we thought or well, we think we don't need to ask God that this is common sense. That even if I go and ask God, God will, God will tell you that don't you have sense? You know, at times we think like that. There are times you go to ask God, God will say, you should know this. No. There's a way that seems right. It's dangerous when we operate outside divine guardians. And I think a good place to start praying this morning is to ask for God's mercy. In every way that we've neglected his instruction, his guidance. If you can just open your mouth and just pray to God this morning. Say, Father, in the past where you have instructed me and I've neglected your instruction, neglected your guidance, Father, I plead for your mercy in the name of Jesus. Please have mercy on me for disobedience. We ask for your mercy. We ask for your mercy. Have mercy on me. In the name of Jesus. Mercy, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Proverbs 3 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And he says, in all, all your ways, acknowledge him. They are going to say, Father, this morning I receive the grace to acknowledge you in all my ways. I admit and I accept that I don't know it at all. Mercy, 
Rapande delinde zungra ye katananon de subradia jalandeske protoska. Rende de 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 kazeke tunara kapaya bande zolokotia. Jada da 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 makatanoko soto nere de keposa. Majeleng rege de la prebranon de sokote la rouge le kite na kuzabaha. Mashende ketuna raba kendo si predia domanse valiatanande zokate. Prade dune do si karadina zobeles ketona. Ajande tene kosaliara kabrande vredia. Nando zi pratu zi la rouge lende si kuta. Abalete tenondo zigre ende zutalianda zapa de sondos karabayagadaba. Zendos kombrodu salianda nadia sakande jelegaba. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The Bible says that we shall hear a voice behind us saying this is the way. But it is only the ear that is not dull of hearing that we hear that voice. So I'm going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, may I not be dull of hearing. In the name of Jesus, let my ears be open. Let my eyes be open. Let my sensitivity be heightened. In the name of Jesus, that as you speak, my hearing will pick it. In the name of Jesus, let my sensitivity be sharpened. In the name of Jesus, Rakapayende sungre yanda sakumbre dia, Ede denedo shangre gedele mondos kumbre dia, Shande kendelebo shanda rakapanende de sonde kele rosha, Raba kangrende londe sungra ikatana badadusha, Let my ears not be dull of hearing, O God. In the name of Jesus, let my ears be opened. Let my sensitivity be sharpened. In the name of Jesus, as I open my Bible to study, in the name of Jesus, let my eyes be opened. In the name of Jesus, Rabande Sikunde Lebraniando Sigetenanosha, Elarum Brande Skimbradu Avala Liadosha. Regende de do sharabakembrediado shandarakapaya mandestinegedozuya rende de 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 kapanadosh engregede sungra yikatana rabakateza eshikitono robos kapaya mandesigedesh rabayetene zoskondeliarosa igitigus kapaya manderegedesha igedede de rabandes kombrodusha Rende te karu jele brenende suka yegada. Shinda rabos kaba.
We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.